Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? This is Phoebe. Hey, this is Mike. This is episode 23 of the Mike and Phoebe show. Today we have two very special in-studio guests joining us from the Paris Valley Chamber of Commerce. This is Jerry Sepulveda, who is the chairman of the board of directors and the presidential candidate of the chamber. Welcome. And then we have Michael Rowe, the vice president of the board of directors. Hi, Michael. Hello. How you guys doing? Good. Thanks very for coming good. in. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. So Jerry is also the regional vice president with Primerica Financial with their core operations, focusing on helping companies and families with their financial needs with services such as life insurance, retirement planning, 401ks, mortgage and other financial services. And Michael is the owner of Papa Rose Kitchen. Papa Rose Kitchen is a family owned and operated business. He is also a self-taught chef and a barbecue pit master. We're so happy you guys are here. We're happy Thank to be you. here. Glad to be here. Good, good. That's fantastic. Yeah. So um, we are honored to be ambassadors of the Paris Chamber of Commerce, and we've been active members now for about a year. So Jerry and Michael are here to let the community know what a great organization the Paris Chamber is. So now I got a couple questions for you guys. So Jerry, um, in case people don't know, what is the Chamber of Commerce? So the Chamber of Commerce is a group of organizations such as business owners, nonprofits, civil servants that we come together and we help each other grow, especially business wise. So Chamber of Commerce, helping other businesses grow, network, you know, just help them with their interests so that as a community, we could continue growing and prospering. Very nice. Oh, good. Yes. And Mike and I, we've been there for about a little over a year, right? Uh, okay. It's coming up on a year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been so fortunate to join and come across all the different business uh, connections, meeting all you guys, all you lovely people. And we're really happy that we can uh, make those connections in the community here. You guys have really helped us out. Now, Michael, we have a State of the City event coming up, from, and this is hosted by Chamber of Commerce for the State of the City of Paris. Um, you want to tell us about that? What can we expect out of that event? State of the City, um, the mayor will be talking most of the time. He'll tell us where the city, where it's been and where it's going. And we'll have different assemblymen there, different leaders of the city. So a very good event if you want to find out about the city of Paris and what it has accomplished and where it's going to. That's amazing. Is this the first time that uh, you're actually going to be attending uh, the state of the city? No, we actually uh, put it on last year. Correct. Yeah. Oh, last year. Okay. Yeah, second right. year doing a second year in a row doing it. So oh. last year was a breakfast. This year was going to be a dinner. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh was it uh, in the same place as what it's going to be now? At the pavilion, I believe, right? At no, the first time at the pavilion. This mm. will be the first time at the pavilion. Oh, okay. Last year was at the derby room next to the pavilion for breakfast. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. There you go. Yes. Very nice. nice. So this will be our first time attending. And yes, we'll be helping yes. out, set up, and all that Definitely stuff. So enjoy that's, yourself. It's yeah. A, it's a great event. You learn so much about the city and everything. is. I've been here since 2015. It's grown in those seven years. And it's <laughs> amazing what has happened in the last seven years. Very nice. Oh, yeah. That's very exciting. So now, um, Jerry, what can people expect when they join the Chamber of Commerce? Well, the, the main thing they're going to, what they could expect is uh, support. You know, um, every business is different. Every business is unique. And so we, what we try to do is just try to help that business, like I was mentioning before, with their interests. So if um, 
if they're in barbecue, we're going to try to connect them with the, the people that are looking for caterers. Or if they're in financial services, we're going to make sure that they're able to have, you know, seminars or whatever, whatever it is that they need. We, we truly try to help them in those areas. And so the main thing is support. It's not like, it's not like you join the chamber and all of a sudden, uh, you know, you have a million clients because of the chamber. Uh, you join the chamber to make relationships because in those relationships, you know, referrals will come. But you got to, it's almost like I tell people that when they first join, it's like a dripping faucet. You're the dripping faucet. You continue just coming to events. You continue showing your face and eventually your face will be the face of your business. So for example, in the chamber, my whole goal, it's my fourth or fifth year in the chamber. I'm going on my third year on the board. But my whole goal was when people think of finance, when people think of, uh, you know, IRAs and retirements or insurances, they think of Jerry. Why? Because I'm always there. I'm always there. They know what I do. Right. And right. so whatever business you're doing, you got to continue going to these events. So eventually you become the household name in the chamber. It's all about becoming the household name within the chamber. So then you can expand outside of that, you know, then become the household name in the city and then so on and so on. So it doesn't happen overnight. What I would consider just a, another funnel, like another network to grow your business. Because I think we all have different networks depending on what field we're in. But this is just a great funnel to build new relationships, especially with the city. Like, for example, with Mayor Vargas, if it wasn't for the chamber, I wouldn't have any type of relationship with Mayor Vargas. But because of the chamber, you know, we know each other personally. We talk to each other like we just you just feel more connected within the community. So that's kind of what you would expect. If you put in the work, you'll get the results back. Right. If you don't, then nothing's going to happen. So Cause a lot of people think they can just join a chamber. I'm in the chamber now. What? Where's all my business? Where's all the network? You have to network yourself. You right. have to sell your business. So it's almost so, like you build it, they will come. Right, right. Yeah. I really, Jerry, I really like that analogy about the dripping faucet because uh, Mike and I, we were so fortunate to join the chamber at an awesome time. And um, that helped us uh, not be as shy to mm. put out the word about the radio station. Maybe I'm just talking <laughs> on my, my own behalf, yep. but um, it definitely helps as a networking tool. And all the mixers that we have, the breakfast that we have, all the networking events are so priceless to us because there's already a group of people who's like-minded, everyone's like-minded uh, business people, and they want want to get to know each other too. And it's easy. And another thing that I like about the chamber, all the people that's there, is they're community-driven. They, It's easy to talk to people. You know, I don't feel shy going up to people and things like that. So you know that they're not going to judge you like, who's this? Oh, why is she, you know, what, what, what? They want to just talk to you. So and make it easy. So it's a good uh, community-based business people, I think. Yeah, yeah, they're all on the same page as what we are. Yeah. The one thing I would say too is the chamber also helps you build those networking skills. So if you're brand new in your business, whether it's an in-home or you're representing a company, the chamber allows you to build that, um, whether you're introverted or extroverted, like mm -hmm. it helps you build those skills to talk to people. And like, it's, there's really no, there's no judgment within the chamber when you come into, come into a meeting. Sometimes the meetings are a hit. Sometimes the meetings may be light, but no matter what, you're there to build your business. So it's kind of like you make the best out of whatever event you're going to. But if someone just comes to one or two events and then they just kind of drift off and they don't come to any other events, it's not the chamber, it's you. 
not succeeding. You know what I mean? We're here to help you. We're here to really try to to build that network for you, but you're the one actually building it. We're the support. But like you said, you were a bit nervous or yeah, you're nervous because yeah, you're not, mm-hmm. not used to it. Well, yeah. the chamber just allows you to kind of get out of that shell. Yeah. And I always recommend for any, especially new new businesses or um, home business, home-based business, like join the chamber because it's going to force you to start talking about your business to where you feel comfortable talking about your business. And so that's why another thing the chamber provides is like that platform to build that skill of network. Yes. Yeah, she was a little shy. I was ready to go. <laughs> it took me a little bit, but it definitely uh, provides the support. But like you were saying, we have to put in the work. Every individual business person who's joining the chamber has to put in the work to learn to network because networking is not a thing that comes easy to a lot of people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So um, that's a very important thing to know too. But it, it does provide the support. So it's very good. So now, Michael, um, what other kind of additional service resources are available? from the chamber. So Jerry was saying uh, providing support and providing the platform to talk about our business. What other kind of um, resources are available? Well, we have different mixes. We have a once a month perk up in the morning. You get to network and meet people. We have a morning stir. We have our lunch with friends. And all those are events where you can come to. You get to meet people and network. And also um, we put on workshops, don't they, for businesses to uh, start up workshops or to start up businesses. So mm-hmm. we put that on too. So you, you get a chance people need to look at our calendar and it shows everything that we do so there's a lot of opportunity there yeah uh, because we do have like business consultation uh, with one of our consultants we also help businesses we guide them when they need to get licenses certain permits we're pretty good at helping them you know get now obviously we're, we're showing them how to get it they have to get it but we're there helping them with those licenses and so i think if you're starting a business depending on you know any type of business, it's always good to check in with your chamber, you know, and see like, hey, is there anything that I need? Like lean on your chamber because they're there to help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll point you the right direction where yeah. to go. Absolutely. It's, it's good. It's very good. Yes. And, you know, Melissa, who works at the chamber, she is the office manager. I, I don't know the rest of her title. She wears so many hats, but she is amazing, uh, um, amazing resource to Mike and I. And I know she helps so many other people. Yeah. So um, shout out to Melissa Barnes. Hey. <laughs> so now how about any kind of of um, stories like Jerry or Michael, how did you each decide to join the Paris Valley Chamber of Commerce? I would say um, I didn't join right away when I was looking because my office was based out of Marietta at the time, but I grew up in Paris. So I've been in Paris since like 93. And so I started, me and a friend of mine were kind of, I guess you would say shopping around, going to chamber to chamber from Marietta down here to Paris to figure out costs because we weren't fully, we didn't totally understand what a chamber was, but in our business, we know we had a network and uh, get into new networks. And so um, we came all the way, basically came down the whole 215 freeway or came up the 215 freeway from Marietta at all the chambers. And I didn't join any of them because I think I didn't have a full understanding of the benefits of what I explained. And then I think right after COVID, that's when like I really pulled the trigger and because I joined a little prior before COVID and then COVID happened. So then everything was just, everything was just not, not happening. But after COVID, it was kind of, uh, actually, I'll give a shout out because Patty Smith, the president of the Rotary in Paris, 
we ran into each other and she's like, you need to get back active with the chamber. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, Cause you know, I was just in my mind, I was, I was busy. And uh, she's like, no, you need to get back. And she started, we started talking about, you know, our faith and how uh, God's leading me in different areas. And so then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'll go back. Cause I used to be the ambassador um, or the chairman of the ambassador committee. So then I got on the board. It actually kind of just took off from there. And so I kind of joined and I was kind of plugging in, but after COVID, I really started plugging in. I really got involved. I got on the board. I started helping a lot. That's when it feels like I really connected was when I got really involved. And so the chamber, you know, I think we all have certain amount of priorities. We can only have so many priorities and the chamber is a part of the, a part of those priorities. And so basically, I mean, after COVID, that's when I really, I guess you would say mentally and physically joined because then I really got involved as far as uh, the chamber of commerce. And it's really been helping since because you're getting real. It's funny. We just had um, an event, um, the rotary honors gala, and I come up to the door and I didn't know who the two gals were that were, you know, taking names and all that, but they already knew who I was. And I was like, well, I guess this is really working, you know, because you're, you're really getting exposed to the community. I know they work for the city, um, but I, I didn't personally know them, but that just kind of was a testimony of like, okay, like it's working. Like people are recognizing me for what I'm doing or whatever. It is, and that's really what it is. It's not, it's more of like that exposure of who you are and your business. And so that was like, that was a big deal. I know it's very subtle, but I was kind of like, okay, people are starting to know who I am without me knowing them because of the exposure the chamber has positioned me in. So that's what I'm trying to say. The the, the chamber will position you in, in ways as long as you're active to where people are going to start knowing you and then they're going to start knowing what you do. And then, you know, it's going to grow from there. So that, that was really exciting to just know, you know, hey, my name's kind of getting out there because if you're in business, you want your name to get out there. And that's the whole goal. And so that was a that was a pretty big deal. So how about you, Michael? How did you um, come to join the chamber? Well, for me, I uh, moved out here in 2015 and opened my business around 2018. And I was like, how can I get my name out here? So that's when I joined as a member. I became a member first. And like as a, after about a year and a half as a member, I received a call from Ignacio to become good on the board. And when I got on the board, it really opened my business up. I mean, I've catered the Rotary Club dinner. Was it Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday, Thursday mm-hmm. night. And I've catered a couple of events for the chamber and the city. So it really helps. I mean, that's my story. It's really easy. I mean, like I said, I know how to get my name out there by, by joining as a member at first and then getting on the board. I mean, I got to the vendors. I was a vendor and that's why my name started getting out there. Different events that the city had, the rods and rails. And we used to have a, what do we do? We did a, um, Market, market, the farmers, oh. market, the farmers market, and that helped me out there too. So yeah, the chamber did me well. It did. I mean, the people know me now. They mm-hmm. see me. Hey, you know, you got your. I do individual plates. I cater, and I also do individual plates. Oh, so on my individual plates, I sell on Food Gnome. Oh, okay. It's an app you download. It's uh, they're called Micro Kitchen. So it's a home based restaurant. The Micro Kitchens is something new. Started maybe three years ago, four mm-hmm. years ago, Good. and Riverside County was the first one that started having Micro Kitchens in California. Wow, and so. So the city is is legal. The county comes out, inspects your house, inspects your kitchen. You get a permit. You got to renew the permit every year. They come inspect every year. They can do surprise inspections. So it's a home-based kitchen. You can Mm -hmm. do pop-ups or you do curbside. And Mike's being very modest because what I know of Mike is that he was the first person to get that permit in Riverside County. Am I correct? Not in Riverside County, maybe in Paris. In Paris? Paris. Okay, in in Paris. So he was the first, uh, I guess you would say, business to get those permits. And so I don't know. I think that carries a lot of weight that you made yeah. sure that you took care of all that up front. Yeah, you could be a spokesman for that too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that was yeah, a yeah, thing. Food Gnome is started. big. So if you get a chance, download Food Gnome on your uh, phone. Mm-hmm. And there's over 300 
kitchens in the Riverside County area. Wow. There's a lot now. So a lot of people around. do well. Some people stay up four days a week, five days a week. I mean, wow. Yeah. So if we download that app, do we get barbecue from you, you too? Get barbecue from <laughs> yes, you do. Not just barbecue, but he has like red snapper. That's my favorite. He has yeah, I do fish fry, like Friday fish. coming up. Ooh, I do fish yep. Friday, snapper, shrimp. Where does he live? Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to go to Food Gnome. Yeah. <laughs> Place our order, right? <laughs> Friday, fish fry. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Follow him home. <laughs> I know. You know, um, I do like how you guys use the analogy of um, the networking and you becoming the brand, basically the face of what service you're providing. Like Jerry, you were saying you're getting known as Jerry Sepulveda, you know, oh, Prime America, there he is. There's Jerry. Oh, you know, he's part of the chamber. Oh, yeah, Papa Rose here. We're going to get barbecue. You know, we I don't know how many times Mike and I got that question when they see you and they ask us, oh, Michael Rose here for our our um, ribbon cutting. Who was yeah. it? Uh, Katie. Katie McClendon. She asked me, she said, Papa Rose here. Are we, we're waiting for the barbecue. And I said, ask him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You know, but so you guys are becoming the face. And like Mike and I were also getting known. Oh, the radio people. Radio people's here. You know, oh, let's they they're signing up for the vendor checking in, whatever it is. So yeah. you're very right, Jerry, saying that we are becoming the face of our product, whatever service we're providing. And that's because of the work, the networking that we do for the chamber. So the chamber is amazing. We're so happy that we signed up. And think yeah. about even uh, you guys had the opportunity, like if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, there's already a, a caterer or there's already a radio station. It's kind of like that really, because that to me, that's what kind of prevented me from joining chambers because it's like, oh, there's already someone established. Times change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you're in the chamber, there'll be opportunities for you mm-hmm. to showcase what you do. And even like with you guys, I know there's not, not necessarily another radio station within the chamber. So you guys actually have a good niche, right? It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um, when we needed radio station or a host to do the Christmas parade mm-hmm. or our two parades at the end of the yes. year, it's like, boom, you guys were ready to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. so opportunity always comes, you know, but obviously you got to be ready for that opportunity. Right. And so I would say, uh, like I said, no matter where you're at in your business, join the chamber and utilize it because it won't just think of it as not your main source of networking, but it's a, it's a solid source mm-hmm. of networking. Yeah. And, you know, it's a good point, Jerry, that you bring up just because another business sells the same kind of product service, whatever you're providing, doesn't mean that you can't join because you may have a strong point where the other business may not be as strong, but, and you can also work together too. Yeah. Well, one might be way more active than the other. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. makes a huge difference there as well. And that also makes it healthier for the chamber because um, like you just said, Mike, it, it's, you may become more active, well, mm-hmm. more act, more activity at the chamber is going to help the chamber. Yeah. Right. So it almost kind of builds like that internal competition, you would say, mm-hmm. like someone could come in, in my business, I offer everything. I mean, retirement, life insurance, auto insurance, homeowner, but I have my main bread and butter. Like my main thing is life insurance and retirements. And so if someone comes in and they do auto insurance, that's their main people will come in. That's all they do is auto insurance. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, no, you're be the auto insurance, you know, mm-hmm. guy or gal, be, you know, that's you because the more, the more active you are, the more that's your business. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But if you just come in and you sign up and you just put your name on the website, it's like, that's all you're going to be is just kind of the name on the website. So no matter what you do, you should join and become active and you'll become the face of your business. Yes, that's definitely the key point I found. If we're not active, we're not out there, people won't associate your name with the service product business that you're selling. So that's definitely the key. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, Correct. definitely so. That's one of the great benefits 
benefits of the chamber is learning, um, teaching, and supporting other business uh, people to become active and help network within the community. Now, Michael, if you want to answer this one, how was uh, your being part of the chamber affected your business? Maybe we already talked about that. Me being part of the chamber, it has really, uh, like I said, it's really boomed my business. It's grown my business because mm-hmm. now, like you said, people know me. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I go to any, anything in Paris, you know, you're going to have barbecue or mm-hmm. you're doing individual plates. I was at Winco not too long ago, girls, hey, do you do meal prep? You know, oh. so I get different kind of questions or whatever, or people might even recognize me. So really put your business out there. You mm-hmm. know, the chamber has really helped that and going to the meetings, the lunch and learns, the morning stir. I mean, if people, whoever's listening, if you go to those, you'll meet people. You mm-hmm. meet people and you decide what people, you'd be surprised what people need. Yeah. And it's really grown my business for real. When people know Papa Rose is catering or hosting, it's like you see, just saying, me being on the outside looking in, it's like people light up. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. When, like Mayor, when Mayor Vargas knows that, hey, we, I saw that there's Papa Rose. With ribs. He's there. Yeah. He's like ready to go. And that's a nice yeah. testimony to, you know, but obviously he has a good product. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He, he has a great food. He, he cooks great food, barbecues great food. So it's mm-hmm. like, obviously, you got to have a good, you got to be good at what you do mm-hmm. you know you know you can't if he had horrible food he wouldn't be in this the position he's yeah, in. right, right. Yeah. the chamber the chamber could only do so much <laughs> so mike has it going and and it's good because he i remember okay. having that talk with him when he joined the board of like hey you just gotta start plugging it because we kind of we joined the board the board of directors at the same time right oh. you know we may join we joined the chamber at different times when we brought him on the board it was kind of like hey let's just like just be a dripping faucet and i did actually it was nice seeing him grow his network you know because i've been with him the, the, the whole time he's been on the board i've been with him as well and so it's just it's nice seen how the chamber obviously he worked it and the chamber was there to help support him in those areas so it's been been really cool seeing how that has helped him so how many years have uh, you been with the chamber well i've been on the board for three years five years five years total five years, but three years about? solid i would say the last three years solid 2018 so five years too now i just thought of another question too jerry yeah. kind of um jogged my memory a little bit so being that both of you guys are part of the board of directors um what is the responsibility of of being part of the board of directors you know mike and i were ambassadors social media ambassadors what is the responsibility of being a, a part of the board of directors i feel uh the board of directors think of it as like we're we're trying to propel the chamber further and so the board of directors have voting rights we vote on you know where we're headed where we're going on events we typically chair uh the committees that we have you you are more involved but a lot of times people may hesitate because they feel like oh it's almost like a full it's like a job nothing changed if you're involved with the chamber joining the board it's just going to propel your business because you do get more exposure because you get recognized you're more active but basically the the board of directors is like any board it's like you're voting to make sure that you're growing your your entity whether it's a business or your nonprofit because we are a nonprofit so being a part of the board kind of gives you a little bit more of that leadership role and responsibility of helping the chamber go to the next level and also event plannings for all the events we have state of city installation we had we just had a new one called the chairman circle yeah mm. which was really good you want to speak mm. on that one yeah yes. so that was great uh, the chairman circle is some of our really what we would consider the pillars of our community. And so there are a select few businesses that we basically had a dinner, like a really nice evening dinner, thanking them for being pillars of our community. So we had like Alabasi, we had um, Moreno Valley College there, obviously the city, the city is a huge pillar. I shouldn't start naming them because now that CRNR, I wish I had the list. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> um, but it was a beautiful dinner. Mayor was very impressed. Everyone was really 
impressed because of the caliber of individuals in the room. And it was us kind of letting them know where the chamber is headed, you know, our, our vision. And we allowed them to come and speak uh, to let us know, you know, their vision. And so it was just, a, I, I would say, a beautiful dinner. It was a very nice dinner. And we look forward to continue doing that every year. Ooh, very nice. I did see some really good pictures on social media. So that was really fun to see. How many uh, committees does uh, the chamber have? Uh, right now, I mean, pro- we probably, because we're winding down our whatever, the fiscal year or the vote, however you call it. It's mm-hmm. going to be the fiscal year. Fiscal mm-hmm. year, yeah. yeah. So we're, we probably have like four or five committees right now. Okay. But when we start the new fiscal year, typically we'll have anywhere from five to 10 committees. Oh, okay. Um, but typically when you're winding down, our focus right now is state of the city yes. and then elections will be coming up right after state of the city. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. End of the year will be uh jingle mingle. So end of the calendar year. Yes. Yeah. We have our the jingle mingle. Year. That's a great event. Very fun. We're there at the last one. Yeah. That was yeah. Nice. So how does the presidential candidates for the chamber of commerce, how does that work? So you mentioned, uh, we talked about state of the city. So you want to talk about the, the elections for board of directors? How does that work? Well, Mike's actually on the committee. So. Yeah, I did see that. So we got the email from Michael. Right, right. Yes. Like, so, dang it. <laughs> on the committee, it's myself, Melissa, and Randall, our consultant. And uh, we go out and find nominees that we think will be good for the board. So we end up getting four, right? Or mm-hmm. five this year? Yeah. So that's going to help build our brand. It's going to help build the chamber up. We send them out an application. They fill the application out. We back. They send that back. We review it. Yeah. Put them on the slate. Then we'll vote them in on uh, August. No, we'll vote them in like in uh, June. And then like July, June. we'll have them fully in. And we'll have an orientation. Orientation. But yeah, no, it, it, you want your board. Your, the idea is to have your board diversified. And I'm using my investment talk, but like you mm-hmm. want it, you want to have different walks of life on your board so that you get the best results because it, it kind of like me and Mike, we're totally, our businesses are totally different, right? Mm-hmm. Different sectors, you know, finance and, and then barbecue. It's kind of like, so the ideas that Mike has, uh, I, I would never have thought of, you know, and so, yeah. and vice versa. And so you want big companies, you want small companies. You, you you want it all. Like I'm excited uh, and I don't know official or anything, but like Artura. Victor, Victor from Artura. So he's going to be a candidate. You know, like that's great having Artura on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, if he, if it all works out, you know, I'm not saying everything's, nothing's official. I'm just saying like the candidates though, the caliber, we're super excited to this upcoming year's possible board of directors, you would say. But what about the ones that's already on the board now? What happens to them? Do they get voted out or are they? No, we, actually we just grow our chamber. We, mm. we had room to grow. We have room to grow. We have okay. room to grow yeah. and a few will, will be terming out meaning like they they have to sit out for a year or two yeah but we we had room to to grow so no no one's going to be huh. how many board members you got now well right eight. now we have what, eight 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 oh, okay. Okay. with okay. the new faces we give those five get approved we'll have what 13 which is a mm. solid board right? solid oh, okay board. yeah 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 because like, like you could have up to 15 i believe it is right. yeah. yeah or a little bit more if you needed it like yeah. you said they're all different jobs different businesses nonprofits. so it will good. bring a whole yeah. bunch of diversity to our group yeah. so that's what i like about it so. good Good. And it's towards the end of fiscal year because, you know, sometimes people move or things happen. So our board's down to eight, but we're good where it's at. And we're good to, to let it grow uh, back for the new year. So good. we're, we're good. excited about it. Any other stories you guys want to share about the your time at the chamber? We do do a retreat. That's oh. when we started last year, right? It's more like a training. Mm. And we all sit back and we talk about the vision, what we want and mm. how we want it to progress. too. So it's a retreat just for the board members. Very nice. It's fun. Yeah, actually, we have a year end retreat. So that's like kind of saying farewell to our 
any board members that are leaving oh. and kind of celebrating the fiscal year. And then, uh, you know, the month right after we start our new retreat where we're welcoming our new board members oh. and we're kind of orientating them to the environment and also reinforcing for us board members that are, have been a part of the board of like, hey, this is where we're at. And then we start talking about where we're headed, where we're going, filling up committees like you were asking, like, you know, what committees yeah. like that's right. where the committees are really not created, but maybe restructured and new leaders and like, let's run for the year. So it sounds like to me, it's um, a very flexible uh, organization, you know, in terms of the committees um, having a vision, how you guys establish the vision, you know, is that sounds like it's pretty flexible. You just have to work it out, talk it out. The chamber, I would say is very flexible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very flexible because we're always maneuvering, right? I mean, things change. You know, our goal is to obviously grow uh, membership. I mean, obviously, that's how we how chambers survive is, you know, membership, you know, the more members, the more we grow, the more network. It's like, it's just it's its own kind of beast, you would say because so yeah, and for those that are listening, it's not just business owners that can join, but also uh, people who are working for a different organization. Is that correct? So it's, it can be a mom and pop, you know, uh, like I would consider Mike and I kind of like a mom and pop. We may not have a mm-hmm. storefront. We're not a brick and mortar. We do work from home, but but we're not we're not working for a business because we we own the business. But it can also be um, someone who's working for another business correct like it's yeah, not, they're, they're not the owners per se Is yeah that correct? There, there's so many um options so like yeah you could be a business owner you could be work like for example crnr is it's you know that's a pretty big company in paris yeah or in the inland empire but they have a representative mm-hmm. you know that comes to our meetings and so crnr is very active in our committees and actually they're one of the ones that we're possibly going to be get on, on the, the on the board, board of directors yeah. oh. um which is another pillar. I mean, you know, it's all about being a pillar in the in the in the city. But even if you're you're working the city, obviously that's a nonprofit. That's like that's not a business. It obviously yes, right? They make money, all that good stuff. But they're a nonprofit. I mean, it's a city. You could be an individual. So we even have members that are just just an individual that wants to come and network. You don't really have a business, so it's really all walks of life. You don't have to have a business. Like, like you don't have to be a business owner. You could be working for a company. You could just be an individual. You could work for the school district, other nonprofits. Yeah. Any Anything to network. That's what I appreciate about the Chamber of Commerce is that you don't have to be specifically a business owner. You can be like what we do. We're radio station. So yes, the radio station joined, Mike and I joined, but it could be, say, a musician. Yeah. could be, uh, we know a lot of authors. Yeah. So anyone that would like to build their brand, build their the service that they provide. So it's um, helping them provide with the, the networking tools that you guys do. So yeah. that's what I appreciate about the chamber. Going back to your guys' uh, committees, which one is the biggest ongoing committee that you guys do pretty much all year long? That would be our uh, ambassador, ambassador committee. Yeah. Our ambassador committees are the face of our uh, chamber. Okay. And so um, typically our ambassadors are the ones uh, reaching out to our current members, you know, figuring out, is there anything that we could help them with? Is there anything that we can improve? What are we doing good? They're kind of like the the individuals that are getting a good pulse of how we're doing. But like I said, their main function is they're they're the liaison between our members and the chamber. And okay. so that's that's always ongoing because that's we're always trying to connect with our members. And that's our 
pretty much our biggest one. When I was running the ambassadors, it's kind of like, it's like I would, t- I would tell them like, th- you're going to get more exposure as an ambassador because you're typically, I don't want to say consistently because obviously everyone has their businesses, everyone has their, you know, but when you're putting your chamber time in, you'll get the most exposure as an ambassador because you're, you're calling, you know, you may be emailing the next event, right? We make sure their emails are set up correctly to where it has all your info on your signature. So when you're sending the info to our member, it's your email. So like that's where I started was the ambassadors. And then eventually I became chair of the ambassadors and we totally revamped it. The reason why I became an ambassador, because back when, uh, when I started Brian Walker, little shout out, if you ever hear this, Brian, uh, he moved, he moved to Tennessee. He was the ambassador chair. And I was like, man, how can I become that? Because you connect with every new member. You know, we're supposed to be can every new member that comes in, it's kind of like you get you get contacted by the ambassador. And I was like, well, if I want to get exposure, but then again, like I said, it's me putting the work in, right? right? It's the person putting the work in. And then obviously from there I grew and it grew into the board. Okay, well, that's pretty good. So we're <laughs> it's almost like a job interview. What where do you guys basically see the board within the next five years? Mm, good question. Wow, five years. I see it growing. If we get these members that we want on the board now, I can see it's really big becoming a very big chamber. Okay, so even if it, let's say five years is too far out, let's just say that. Let's say three years. I think, yeah, I'll be honest. But when Mike said, uh, like these new individuals coming in, I feel like uh, it almost. I'll be honest. It feels kind of like the NFL draft. <laughs> <laughs> like, who do we want? You know, like who who's really impactful? Uh, doesn't mean someone can't come in that maybe we haven't we haven't you know under the radar and they're like, oh man, like this person would be great. Like, but as the committee, you know, you're kind of like trying to look out, seeing who's who. Um, you know who can be impactful i feel good about the new candidates coming on and we still have a little bit of room to to grow like as far as like the max we could have on the board i just feel like we are getting new people fresh uh like new blood whatever you want to call it to where it's like new visions and new like everything's exciting when things are new Mm -hmm. and i feel like with this new group whether it's uh four or five individuals it's like that's a pretty chunk you know so it's not like oh out with the old absolutely not because they're still typically the board members that term out they're still consultants you know they're, they're they're right there making sure that the the new board members are doing what you know we're there to we're all there to help but in the next three years i'm I'm pretty excited about where we're headed and the 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 growth and the strength that we're especially the we continue growing the strength with our partnership with the city it feels really good i don't know it just feels like it's just it's nice it's nice and refreshing sometimes it feels like you got got to be there you know you got to be there to feel what i'm feeling but a lot of positiveness i would say a lot of positiveness very nice so uh, your guys' vision for the next three years is to grow exponentially more than what it actually is now and to actually get a you know a good solid board members you know from here on out until then yeah i mean that's i think the foundation Okay. Um, I think our events, our focus is obviously the state of the city is one of our biggest events and the committee with Melissa, Ignacio, Randall, those events continue to grow. And when I say grow, I'm saying like the sophistication of it. It, That's a great event. If you haven't got your tickets, I would recommend for you, you guys to register and get your tickets because that's probably the main networking event. Kind of just strengthening our events is also a vision, like making sure our events are on point, making sure our events are, the bar is always getting raised Mm -hmm. Uh, right now. Rob, Rob Mason, he's focused on our installation. And so more than likely, 
you know, just a little spoiler. We may be going to Soboba for that one, right? Because they're, they're huge. They're, they're, member, they're members. They're members. So, they're members. Yeah. And so we want to support all our members. But think yeah. about that. Having an installation, like a dinner at Soboba. Nice. I mean, Paris. I mean, I don't know. So it's like that. Rob is like trying to raise the bar. And he's a board member. He's our treasurer. So we're excited about our current board members and the new ones coming in. Because we really want to we cut, we want to shock the city, right? We want to be like, some people don't even know what a chamber is. And that's okay. Because we got to get the word out of how who we are and what we do. But it's like, even just talking about it, I get excited. We're like, man, we're going to be going, most likely, <laughs> we'll be going to Saboba for that event. I know it's not in Paris, mm-hmm. but they're member. If they're not in Paris either, but there are mem- they're members yeah. of True. the chamber. Yeah. So True. it's kind of like. We have to show them our support too. We, yeah. They, yeah. we can't expect them to be a member and just forget about them. So we have yeah. to do something for them. We yeah. have to show exactly. our faces where they're at. Yeah. 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 So we may be having like a golf tournament over there. Like there's things in the work, you know? Fun. Um, and it just raises the bar for Paris, right? Because mm-hmm. we're partners with them, right? Because we're members with each other. So I like the point that you guys bring up to the businesses, even though they're not, they're part of the Paris Valley Chamber of Commerce, but they're not located in mm-hmm. Paris. And that's okay because they're still part of our chamber. So like Michael, you said, we want to support all of our members, you know, so it's good to not exclude any business because, oh yeah, no, you're down there in Marietta. No, 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 we can't, we can't, but you're still part of the chamber. So of course we can go down there and that's okay because it kind of shakes it up a little bit. It's a different change of scenery, gets people excited. And, you know, well, well, maybe I didn't go to Saboba, you know, the last few years. So they had all these renovations, whatever it is. So we go check it out and then, hey, you know what? Mike loves to gamble. We're going to go continue going, you know, things like that. So $100 yeah. in the machine? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> me, I'm a sore loser. I will get pissed at $5 being gone. Yeah. That's just it. Chief Asian yeah. in me. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think uh, you made a good point mm-hmm. of, yeah, you don't have to be a part of the city. Yeah. You know, you could be outside of the, the city. For example, when I joined, my office at that time was in San Bernardino. Paris is the only chamber I'm a part of. Now my office is in Canyon Lake, but I'm still a part of the chamber in Paris. You know, it doesn't mean I won't join the, the Canyon Lake chamber eventually, but my, my heart's here in Paris. And so there's a lot of companies that may have multiple memberships, but mm-hmm. our goal is that the Paris chamber is like, they, they just can't, they, they can't leave. They want to be a part of our chamber. That's our goals to make sure like we're so attractive that people are like, man, like, uh, like we're that, that hidden gem inside Paris. And also his ribbon cuttings, but May 18th. Yeah. May 18th. Yes. yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be there, Jerry, for sure. Yeah. So that's kind of funny because it's like here, uh, I have my ribbon cutting, but I have, you know, I have the, the mayor of Paris coming out because that's where <laughs> my heart's at, right? In Paris. So yeah, you, trust me, guys, it, you don't have to be a part of the city. Paris is very supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, our chamber is very supportive no matter where you're at and uh, we'll be there to help support you. And I could say that you're right, Mike. Yeah. So we'll have all the chamber come out from Paris out yeah. to Canyon Lake because that's those that's my network as yeah. of right now, you know. And so uh, I'm excited about that. May 18th, 5:30. Yes. Look it up on the website if you want to. <laughs> and when he said Paris is a hidden gem, I didn't. I was always in Long Beach. I lived in Long Beach. I'm from Illinois. Did most of my time in Long Beach. I moved out here, and I'm like, what is in Paris? And he's right. It's a gem out here. You have the lake. You have so many events at the lake. You got mm-hmm. the fairgrounds. You had the skydive, mm-hmm. one of the biggest in the nation, right? Mm-hmm. The skydive. Yeah. And also, if you're in a paintballing, the paintball yeah. mm-hmm. tournaments go on over here. You're in a paintballing. So Paris is located perfectly, 30 minutes from the wineries. You know, yeah. it's 
it's in a perfect spot. I, I love it. I love it out here. Even the events, the city host, like we just recent this past weekend, we had Cinco de Mayo festival. Oh yeah, that was that was big. If you look on the mm-hmm. social media, like seeing who was there, and then we also had a <laughs> we had like two events. We had and they were like side by side, two different. The city had one, and then Good Day Brewery had Good Day Brewery had the other one. Yeah. My Good goodness, and that was a two day event, mm-hmm. you know, and that was just right here in downtown Paris. So yeah. just collaborating with the city, try just being a part of the city. Um, yeah, it's just it's a great place to to be and and a great place to network. And you talk about being centrally located. That's one of the reasons why I moved back here is because being in Paris, you're only an hour from the beach. You're only an hour from the desert. You're only an hour from uh, the mountains. Yes. So Casinos are 30 minutes. I mean, yes, so much around. It's exactly. like, wow, Paris is perfect. It's a yeah. perfect spot. Yeah. But it never used to be like that. Way back in the early 80s, it was just really, really small town. But it's grown exponentially big time more within the last 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. And the events, um, Mike and I have enjoyed being part of city events, all the city events. We've um, did the side commentary at two parades already, Veterans Day Parade and Christmas Parade last year. And then just recently, not to toot our horn, but if you guys don't know, uh, Mike was also a VIP honorary judge at the barbecue competition and we missed you yeah I didn't michael we did know people yeah. were asking us i was like, us. Yeah, I, was like yeah, I don't know you gotta ask to him <laughs> yeah they <laughs> thought they thought oh where's papa rosie's is he here <laughs> oh, i don't know yeah i think Call i had a catering know. yeah i had a catering gig or something yeah but yeah he was tested to see if people recognized he wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> but just as a reminder for next year it's a two-day event oh, oh yeah really? yeah two-day event and i think the 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 prize i don't want to you know put that out there but i think the prize is even even more yeah because yeah. i think it was like what five it was like or five seven thousand dollars eight thousand dollars yeah for the the winning uh barbecue um pit master yeah it might title. Be, i think it might be a little bit more next time because yeah it's a because two-day a two-day event oh well, mike mike will be there yeah <laughs> and we're gonna be I'll be there cheering him on <laughs> yeah exactly and we hope to be oh mike not we but i will be there we hope uh, to, yeah, hopefully be to be a judge again honorary yeah. judge so you, you better do something yeah. very cool. And then Mike was also uh, a judge aside all the city uh, officials, city yeah, the, representatives uh, the at the Cinco de Mayo salsa competition. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. really fun. Yeah, that was nice. yeah, yeah. That was pretty. Now good. let me ask just a quick question, kind of reverse it on you guys. Do you feel like if you guys weren't a part of the chamber, you wouldn't have had those opportunities to to judge or even the parades that you guys hosted? Like, do you feel like the chamber helped you in those areas? Yes. Oh, did. absolutely, so, yes. absolutely. Yes, I mean, a thousand percent. Yes. We definitely wouldn't be where we're at and i mean we're not like we want to grow more obviously because we're just like two years old but we want to grow more and it would not have happened without the chamber's help melissa was amazing as she is amazing yeah. melissa you are amazing um she's on the committees that got us on the parades along with rachel at the city um community services is amazing she was part of that so um it got us in right away and even though we were just um not the only commentary for uh, veterans and Christmas parade, but we were at the start of the parade at the um, Southern hotel. So we were at the start of the parade and then we were able to give the commentary and let people know what cars are coming in. Um, So that was very exciting in our first, within our first year. Yeah. First year of actually being back. Yeah. So Melissa was prime in getting us in along with Rachel. They're part of that um, committee of the parade committee. 
So we definitely would not have gotten that if we did not become part of the chamber. And then um, the barbecue competition, uh, Mike being the honorary judge, we got that connection through the chamber because Southern California Railway Museum loved them also, Sarah yep. Hardy, Judy, yep. and all them. We, we connected with them through the chamber. So we would not have gotten that for Mike if we were not part of the chamber. And then the salsa competition happened because of Stephen Hale, public information officer from City of Paris. He also comes here um, every two weeks and does um, a little rundown of what goes on with City of Paris. So we were chit-chatting with him and I told him, hey, uh, you know, the, the salsa competition's coming up. That's really cool. And then we just kind of segued into that and, you know, got a little talk in here and there and he got us in along with Rachel. So, so what's basically happened in less than a year that we've basically been back here, that I've moved back. What has happened in that less than a year would probably took us five or seven years to get to. Every yeah. bit. Yeah. So we have to give props to the Chamber of Commerce. And that's why we wanted to bring you guys in here to let people know how exciting it is to be part of the Chamber. And just because you may not be in Paris, but if you're in Orange County, LA County, you know, across because we are international. Um, I don't know if Chamber of Commerce is international, but nationally for sure. That's a good question. I yeah. have to look into that. Yeah. But um, I'm sure if it's international, they can look it up and join, you know, because it is such a great networking tool. It's great. Um, it's a great support, you know, so um, I'm glad that you guys were able to stop by. No yes. Problem. Now, Lisa. yes. Now, uh, for those listening, if you are within Paris area or Inland Empire, you can follow Paris Valley Chamber of Commerce online on Facebook, Instagram, or check them out on their website at parischamber.net. Jerry Sepulveda and Michael Rowe, thank you guys so much for joining thank us. You. If you thank have, you. thank you, yeah, thank you for having us. Absolutely, we're very excited for the next um, few events coming up. The state of the city with the Paris. Yes, thank you guys. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe Show on Alternative Twist Radio. If you missed any past episodes, just search the Mike and Phoebe Show or Alternative Twist Radio on any major podcast app. 